praise the Lord. Everybody, glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. We greet every one of you, brothers and sisters, in the name of Jesus. And we invite every one of you to make yourself absolutely at home, get your feet under the table, and start to eat of the good things. I believe that not one of us will ever same again at the close of this meeting, because the power of God is here to deliver each one of us and to bless us, to fill us with more joy, more love, more peace, something a little more of heaven tonight. Jesus is in the midst to bless every one of us. Thank God we're from the south of England and from the north of Scotland. God is moving in old time power and setting the captives free. This is a big, wonderful love family that's coming together. And it is nice to see what sort of folk we're going to live with in heaven, isn't it? We can see the type of folk we're going to live with in heaven. It's true. Oh, bless the Lord. We're going to live together in heaven. It's wonderful. Amen. And this thing is so wonderful. It's so real. If it's got to last forever, as Hilda once said, it must be good, Henry. Everything's got, it must be good. But one wonderful thing that God does, and anything God does is everlasting. Everlasting life, everlasting joy, everlasting peace, everlasting love. Everything's everlasting what our Heavenly Father does. It's so wonderful. So tonight you can have such a blessing in your soul that it will be everlasting. It won't finish just at the convention. You can take this home with you. You can take it to bed with you. You can take it to work with you. It's something that lives within you. You don't just have one special prayer for God, just a special place. You live it all the while, brother. That's how God showed me. When I got right with God, I said, one long glory meeting to the glory land. You never close a meeting. You never start one. It's already started. When you get the glory of the meeting started between you and our Heavenly Father, I admit that we have gotten together, praise the Lord, but we don't part. We don't close this thing up and shut it up like a book like we used to do and we can do as we like. We can't do as we like. We're bought with a price. We are. We're not our own. I said to Bob Nichols, I said, never have no time of my own. He says, no, didn't you know you're not your own? <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> we're not our own. We belong to our Heavenly Father, don't we? So, brothers and sisters, to get the vision that God's with us all the while. All the while. There's no separation. All the while. We have our quiet moments of meditation before God, our, our studies and all that. But God's with us all the while. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Hallelujah. Come on. Let us all give Jesus a glory wave. Come on. Handkerchiefs out. Come on. All handkerchiefs out. Away for Jesus. Come on. Hey!
every course we sing is about being delivered and set free, or it's about heaven, the place we're going to live in. Oh, it just thrills your soul, doesn't it? Amen. Bless the Lord. Well, you know, I'm not going to do a lot in this convention. It's so nice to be able to put it on to others now, isn't it lovely? Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> and we've got some lovely men and women who's been delivered and set free. It just thrills your soul. Hallelujah. Isn't God good, brother? Isn't God good, sister? Well, I feel I now I'd like to introduce Simon to you. From It's been mighty things have been happening up in Scotland. Uh, it's just wonderful. It thrills my soul. They've had such tremendous open-air meetings already that the police have had to take control to see to it. It's just wonderful. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you what's happened there. It's up to Brother Simon. And I'm passing this meeting over for Simon to have a go as the Lord leads. Come on, Simon. Give him a clap. Bless the Lord in my soul. Hallelujah. You know, I was saying to Henry before we got really cracking tonight, I said, this is a big thing you're in. And you know, when I, when I saw some of the brethren coming to the platform, I said, ah, man, it's a big thing we're in. <laughs> There's some big brethren in it. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Well, I'm thrilled tonight, folks. I'm thrilled because this positive victory gospel has come right into my soul and has delivered me and set me free. And I want to tell you from experience, this gospel works. This gospel works. This is a living word. This is a living way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I'll tell you what God told me not so very long ago. I was meditating before the Lord, and the Lord gave me a theme for one of the meetings. And I'll, t I'll pass it on to you tonight. It bears repeating. This is a revival of fundamentals. Hallelujah. This is a revival of essentials. Hallelujah. This is a revival of the things that matter most. Hallelujah. The, this is a revival of fundamental Christianity. Hallelujah. Love, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. A revival of fundamentals. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I want to tell you something. And you'll find it so in your life. Do not be wrapped up in non-essentials. Do not be wrapped up in things that don't count. Throughout the scriptures, you'll find Jesus Christ had to deal with the same. We read that one day his disciples were eating. And the Pharisees came to him and they said, Look here, your disciples eat with one washing hands. Jesus Christ said, It's not what goes into a man that defiles a man. I go to the cause, to the very root of the... It's what comes out of a man that defiles a man. And you see, they were wrapped up in the non-essentials. But this is a revival of fundamental Christianity. A revival of the essentials of the very basic things of Christianity. You read in the scriptures that one day 70 disciples went out and they laid hands on the sick and they were healed and they, they cast out demons through the name and so on and so forth and they were thrilled and they come back to Jesus and they said, Master, the very devils are subject to us in your name and Jesus Christ is just a moment. Rejoice, not in that. No, no, that will come, that follows. That follow, that's the effect. The cause is rejoice, he says, that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. 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 
alcoholic. This is a revival of essentials, the essentials of Christianity. Love, joy, and peace. And you watch your life. And you base your life upon the essentials and not upon the non-essentials. You know, not so very long ago, a brother, Brother Charlie Stephen, you'll know him, he wrote that lovely chorus. He set me free. My lovely Jesus set me free. Well, this dear brother and I went to another brother in the Lord, a Pentecostal brother, and we spent about four hours with him, and we took along some lovely literature, and we were anointed of God. I was conscious of the anointing as we ministered to that brother. And you know this? We told him all the wonderful things that God was doing and the wonderful things God could do in his life. And he listened attentively and agreed with them all. And then at the end of the, uh, the, end of the evening, he said unto me, Yes, Simon, he says, that's wonderful. But he says, you gave me a glory magazine. And he says, in the glory magazine, he says, Brother Henry, as you call him, is showing baptizing some woman in bathing costumes. And he says, I just can't swallow that, you know. I says, what's that? I says, I've told you about all the wonders of Christianity and you, you'll swallow a camel and you'll strain at a gnat. It's true. This is a revival of fundamentals. And I told him, well, brother, I says, I'd be glad to baptize some with some in costumes. I says, it wouldn't give me a thought at all. I says, what would happen to you if you, if you had 5,000 converted in a day? Oh, he says, I would get 5,000 gowns with 5,000 rubber caps. You see what I'm getting at, folks? You see what I'm getting at? You, you run your life. You run your, your, your life on the essentials and the non-essentials will turn out all right. This is a revival of essentials. A revival of essentials. And that was a lovely brother in the Lord. He, 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 could, he could listen to it and appreciate it all. And yet due to this trick, this trick of, of the, the negative aspect of the mind. He was all tied up. He couldn't, he couldn't see the glory for, for a little thing. It's, it's tremendous. And you watch your life. You know, this is a revival of essentials. Love, joy, and peace. You know, Jesus Christ did not say, believing shall follow the preaching of the word. No, no. He says that signs shall follow. You see, we're not going after signs. No, no, no. We're dwelling in the essentials. And as we dwell in the fundamental signs, follow. They can't help but follow. They must follow. This is a revival of essentials, you see. And we're not going to be sidetracked anymore. I had... I had occasion to speak with a lovely brother in the Lord just uh, about a fortnight ago. And this brother unburdened his heart to me. And he says, you know, he says, I've been in a dilemma. And I says, well, let's have you, brother. Well, he says, I came to your meetings and he says, and I see that some of the folk don't wear hats. <laughs> well, he says, I'm a great stickler for hats. You see? So I knew what was coming because the negative aspect is there. And uh, I says, oh, what do you think about it, brother? Well, he says, I'll tell you, I've been to some of your glory meetings. And I've gone home and I've pondered it over like this. He says, I've been thinking of going to the, either the close brethren or the open brethren. He says, with no liberty of the Holy Ghost. He says, and I've been thinking of your meetings, he says, with liberty of the Holy Ghost and no hats. <laughs> he says, so I don't, I haven't just made up my mind. 
What to do yet? Well, I says, brother, I says, let me encourage you in the Lord. I says, sink the little things and go for the big things of God. Hallelujah. This is a revival of essentials. Is it true? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. You know, the Bible says the kingdom is not in meat and drink. No, no. The kingdom is not in meat and drink. This is a revival of love, joy, and peace. Hallelujah. You know, I, I told this story in Peter Head, and it bears repeating again. It concerns a woman I know very well. And one night, uh, they were going down the road, this couple, to the cinema during the war before they gave their heart to the Lord Jesus. And you know, there was a, in Peter Head, this is a true story, there was a German airplane came over and he started machine gunning the streets of Peter Head. And my father, <coughs> this couple was walking down the road. <laughs> This couple was walking down the road, you see, and this machine gun, this German Messerschmitt started opening up. And my father jumped into lane and he, <laughs> he pulled my mother in after him. <laughs> and he says, down you go, down you go. He says, my, he says, well, we're lucky if we get out of this alive. So he lies down in the ground and after a minute he looks round and he'll say, the dear lady question <laughs> And he says, what's I do with you? Oh, she says, I've got on my good coat. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact that it... she's in the meeting tonight. <laughs> Listen, the body is more than Raymond. The body is more. Than With the result that when this glory comes into your soul, you become transformed by the renewing of your mind and you begin to see things differently. Instead of fighting over details, no, no, brethren, in essentials, unity. In non-essentials, charity. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. That's the secret of it all, isn't it? Hallelujah. This is a revival of love, joy, and peace. These are the bedrocks. This is the foundation. These are the things that last. These are the things that come. Hallelujah. You know, I'll tell you something about liberty. You don't appreciate liberty until you know bondage. You don't appreciate light until you've been in darkness. They that sat in darkness have seen a great light. And nobody knows the personal experience of each one of us here. The darkness that we've gone through in our past experience in seeking for the light. And you only appreciate it. You only appreciate it as you remember the darkness. So as we are in the light, we walk in the light. And if you walk in the essentials, which are love, joy, and peace, you will not be sidetracked by anything else in this new Pentecostal glory move of God. If you've got love, joy, and peace in your heart, you'll prophesy right. If you've got the fundamentals right, you'll interpret right. Hallelujah. You see, these are the essentials I'm speaking about. These are the things that matter. These are the, th are the things that count. And if you walk in love, and walk in joy, and walk in peace, 
you'll find that everything else will work out all right. It's true, isn't it? It's true. So you remember this. This is a revival of fundamental Christianity. And you know, up in Peterhead, we've been blessed indeed by the glory of the Lord in our souls. Hallelujah. And you know, God has shown us in a wonderful way, and I'm 100% with Henry in believing this is a big thing you're in. A big thing you're in. Hallelujah. It's as big as God is. It's as big as God is. And God is a big God. So I want to tell you tonight, as Brother Henry says, whatever you're thinking, double it. Because it's bigger than you're thinking. He can do exceeding abundantly above what you can ask or even think. Hallelujah. And you know, when we started away in Peterhead, there wasn't very many of us. And you know, I was counting the other day, though, I don't make a rule of counting heads. About 40 or 50 God had, had increased us by since we came into the glory way. And you know, one night not so long ago, at the beginning of the summer, uh, Brother Charlie said to me after the meeting, what about having an open air down in the middle of the broad stage? So we said, well, you can't get, you can't get a no or anything negative out of us lads now, you know. We'll have a go, man, we'll have a go. Yeah, of course we can. I can do all things through Christ who stands with me. I says, well, we'll go have a go. So we went down that first night and here... We hadn't announced it or anything, we just went unannounced down to the middle of the big square and Peterhead there. And there'd been about 30 or 40 of us and we gathered a circle there in the very place where Jock Troop had his revival about 30 or 40 years ago. Perhaps many of you have heard of the name. Jock Troop had a revival in Peterhead about 40 years ago. And the more I hear of it, the more I know it was a glory revival he had as well. But you know, God has done something wonderful in this move. Well, I'll tell you what he's done. He's revealed the underlying principles. You understand what I'm speaking about? He's revealed the underlying principles. This is an abiding anointing. This is an abiding anointing. I'm convinced that I'll be so, I'll be just as full of joy, love and peace next week as I am today. If there's a uh, hundred with us this year, there'll be more than a hundred next year. If there's a couple of hundred next year, there'll be more next year, the year after that. This can't stop from growing. As long as we maintain the principles and walk in the fundamentals. Hallelujah. And so we went down there. I'll never forget that night. It, was a, it wasn't just a summery night. There hasn't been much summery nights. And we started to have a go in the open air, you know, and the usual thoughts come into your mind. Will you have a go in the open air, the same as you have in the meeting? Well, you try and keep the two separate. Because <laughs> you can't do it. You try and be straight-laced in the open air and have a go in the hall. You can't do it. No. So we started having a go in the open air. <laughs> in the middle of Broad Street, you know, and there wasn't a soul in sight. Not a soul in sight. And, you know, a car came flying down the, the middle of the street, you know, and when he was flying past, and all you had was... <laughs> he drew up, you know, and he got out in the occupants, and he wasn't there two or three minutes, and another car came down, and then the, the doors began to open, and the, they came out of this house and that house and the next house, and before you knew it, there was quite a crowd. And so we told them, look here, folks, we'll be back next week at 9 o'clock. So when we come back next week, 
My, I never saw such a crowd in my life. <laughs> what a crowd there was. So we had a good going up in there and, and preached the word of God. And here on the Monday, I, had a, there was, I was having my dinner and a knock came to the door. And when I went to the door, here was the police inspector. He says, uh, you must have come. And I says, yes, that's me speaking. He said, I want to have a word with you. I said, oh, well, what's it up? What's it now? He says, well, it's about these open ears. He says, you know, he says, you'll have to shift out of Broad Street. He says, you're causing uh, a congestion of the traffic. <laughs> I says, well, I says, we can't help it. I says, uh, open ears have been held there for 150, 200 years. He says, yes, he says, granted. He says, but I've never seen so much. <laughs> he says, uh, the other movements have their open air there. He says, but they have a wee handful. He says, but whenever you lads come along, he says, everybody blocks all the streets. Well, I'll tell you, I said, well, we'll move down to the foot of it. We'll move down to the foot. And here, when we moved down to the foot, there was uh, a bit in the paper about the... the and that gave us a good write-up. And the next week, we estimated the crowd at about 1,500. At an open air. Hallelujah. It's some sight to see, man. It's some sight to see. Hallelujah. And listen up, it works, you know. It works in the open air or in the hall, it works. And we tell the people right away, you'll never be the same again. Oh, no, no, no. And you know, you get, you know, the long-faced ones and they... As Brother Henry says, oh, I think it's terrible. And then you get uh, maybe, uh, we've discovered this, the common people hear us gladly. The common folk. The religionists have no time for us. The common folk hear us gladly. As we preach Jesus Christ, the answer to guilt, the answer to fear, the answer to bitterness and hatred, the people stop us, you know, and they say, look here, never heard the like. We, that's how it should be. That's how, listen, if I get converted, if I get converted, that's how I want to be. So it should be. So it should be. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. And so it's gone on from strength to strength. Every week the crowds has been there. You know, some folks said, oh, that's all right for the first two or three weeks. And uh, it'll die off. <laughs> In Cairnbulg, about 16 miles from where we live, we decided to have a go there on a Friday night. So this Friday night we went through and there was, once again, we hadn't had time to announce it. We just went through and had started having a go in the middle of the street, you know. My word, you never saw such a crowd. By the time we finished, the place was mobbed, you know. And uh, I was just finished there and I was putting on the coat and Brother Charlie was standing with me. When this pastor of a local assembly, Pentecostal assembly, there came over to me. <laughs> Oh, man alive, it, it wouldn't stick in paper. You know, he says, I think it's terrible. He says, you've undone ten years of good preaching in a night. He says, he says, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I says, well, I says, I'm afraid I'm not ashamed of myself at all. In fact, I'm thrilled about the whole business. And he says, you know, Simon, he says, I want to tell you something. He says, you're just a fanatic. Well, I says, if this has been fanatical for Jesus, I should have been fanatical long ago. Hallelujah. At least you get something done this way. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. And you know, he had a little wee chap with him. 
And he came over the road first and he stopped at me and he, he, he pointed to me like this. He says, that's a missus. That's a missus. So the time that the pastor got engaged with me, this, the little chap got onto Charlie and we wrote that chorus. And I was speaking away and of course, as Brother Henry says, love wins the day. Hallelujah. Would never be so foolish as be angry with anybody now. Oh, it, it's a fool. It's a fool that would show uh, spite or spirit against anybody, who, however they want to criticize you. And uh, I was telling this brother, look here, brother, we're here to do you good. We're here to do you good. I says, you'll feel better for coming here. And the little chap I heard saying to the, the, the brother that was with me, brother Charlie, he says, look here. He says, if you had come here tonight with an ordinary, simple gospel message, he says, nobody would have stood to listen to you. When I heard this, I turned to him and I says, Brother, I says, you've just hit the nail on the head. I says, that's right. That's it. But wherever we go, the crowds go. Hallelujah. And whenever you get the crowds, you get an opportunity to preach. I'd rather preach to 1,500 than five. Hey? Would you say that it would be foolish? It's a wise thing to go back to five and throw up the 1,500? It would be kind of stupid, isn't it? This is a revival of essentials, brother. Amen. And we're going to preach to the people these things at work. Hallelujah. And, you know, we're really enjoying our salvation in Peterhead. And, you know, we're looking for mighty things that are coming from all over Scotland. They're beginning to come to Peterhead. And I believe implicitly that Peterhead will be to Scotland what Newark is to England. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. I believe that uh, our hall is going to be too small. Hallelujah. I believe it implicitly, and I've told the people, whenever we come to 150 on a Sunday night, we're going to build a big auditorium at the back. Hallelujah. We have plenty of room for expansion, and when we, when we build that one, when that's filled, we'll get somewhere else. Hallelujah. It's, it's as big as that. It's as big as that, folks. Hallelujah. You get thinking big, as, as Brother Henry says, and as you, as you think big, you'll find that God will give you the impulse and the desire to act big. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless God. I'm, I'm glad I've got the blessing of the Lord. I think we'll learn you one chorus before we go. One night in the meeting, we were singing a chorus from that the, the girls from the Ella White brought to Peterhead. My spirit is free. And this woman, she was 53 years old, and her testimony after the meeting was this. She says, this is the happiest night. I'm 53 years old, she says. And I've got to be 53 before I can say this is the most happy night of my life. Hallelujah. And you know, she says, my mother told me, she says, when they were young girls, and Peter had those no theaters or anything, all the people used to gather together and have what they call happy evenings. Happy evenings. And next night on the Wednesday night, I was telling the folk, and I said, listen, this dear woman said last night that happy evenings, about the happy evenings. And of course, I made it up to date and positive, and I says, happy days are here again. Hallelujah. Happy days are here again. Oh, and you know, I went down to the work next day, and I said to one of the, the lads that worked with us, I said, look here, Norman. I says, isn't there an old music hall ditty somewhere, happy days are here again? And he says, aye, oh, that's an old one. I says, well, sing it to us. Sing it to me. I want to learn the words. And he began to sing, happy days are here again. All the skies above are clear again. Let us sing a song of cheer again. For happy days are here again. That's it, I says. Hallelujah, that's it. We just converted it a wee bit. Let us sing of Jesus' love again. 
for happy days are here. Happy days are here again, you know. You can get rid of your burdens tonight. You can get rid of anything that's, that's binding your body. Happy days are here again. Hallelujah. I think, could we sing it, Brother Henry? Hallelujah. I'm, uh, what's was the man with the key? <laughs> Happy days are here. All the skies above are here. Let the sing of Jesus love. Happy days are here again.
Lord, everybody, glory to God. Well, I feel that what is coming to my heart just now is this. Never settle for anything less than what God has promised or purposed. Never settle for anything less than what God has promised and purposed for your life. You know, it's a tremendous thing to have a revelation of the purpose of God for a particular part of your life. But don't let that revelation hinder you going on to a fuller revelation of what God wants you to do. And this is what's been moving in me these last days. That there are measures of anointing. Measures of spiritual power. And we can settle for a measure of spiritual power. We can settle for a limited blessing. We can settle for something less than what God has purposed and promised. It's true He's going to bless us in a measure, but He wants to lead us on to fullness. To fullness. Unlimitedness. 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 Hallelujah. I was reading the other day that God said to Moses one time, He says, I'm going to take of the Spirit that rests upon you and I'm going to put it on 70 others so that there were 71 portions of the anointing and power that had rested upon Moses and it was divided out resting upon now upon 71. You think of it. You think of it, an anointing sufficient to come upon 70 others and cause them to prophesy and it says they did not cease. And there were two that weren't in the tabernacle at the time. They weren't in the meeting at the time. They were out in the camp. But the Spirit came upon them right where they were. Praise the Lord. There are no boundaries. You can't confine it to a meeting as we've been hearing. It'll work in everywhere, anywhere. Bless the Lord. And somebody came running to tell Moses, you know, they're prophesying out in the camp. Well, what about it? He said, would God all God's people were prophets. Hallelujah. Would God we had more of the outpouring of the Spirit in this way. But you know, that was a portion of Moses' anointing. Resting upon 70 others. Now, you can be satisfied with a portion. You can. You can be satisfied. You can settle for a portion. You can think that that's all. That's it. And you can prophesy once in a while. And that's it. That's it. But I tell you, there's something more than a portion. I tell you, there's something more than a portion. Hallelujah. There's more than a portion. I was reading about... Elisha and Elijah these last days too and it's blessed me hallelujah you know there's an Elijah portion and there's an Elisha portion hallelujah and you can settle for an Elijah portion I'm sure Elisha could have but he wasn't satisfied with an Elijah portion he wanted a double portion hallelujah a double portion a double portion praise the Lord praise the Lord 
You know, Elijah passed by Elisha one day when he was in the field plowing. I suppose he was a farmer's boy. And Elijah just touched Elisha with his mantle. And in that mantle, Elisha felt the power of God. He felt the spirit, the anointing that rested upon Elijah. And it transformed him instantly. Hallelujah. It did. It transformed him instantly. The touch of power from another's mantle. Hallelujah. And it's happening in this meeting. It's happening in glory meeting after glory meeting after glory meeting. People are coming. They're being touched. Someone just lays a hand upon you. Someone just ministers to you. Someone just speaks a word to you. Somebody just smiles at you. Somebody just embraces you. And you don't know what's happened, but something happens. You've been touched by another's mantle. Hallelujah. You've been touched by another's mantle. You've been liberated. Something's happened. Bless the Lord. And Elisha knew that he could never be the same again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He never was. He never was the same again. Just a touch, but it did the work. It liberated him. He felt the power of God. Something went into his spirit that moment. Hallelujah. That transformed his life. But that was not the end. That was only the beginning. That was only the beginning. Only the beginning. You know, I like Elisha because his consecration was complete from the beginning. He burned the plows. He killed the oxen and he said goodbye to his parents. And he said to Elijah, if you'll just wait a while till I get this done, I'll follow you for the rest of my days. Hallelujah. He burned his bridges behind him. He left nothing to go back to. His consecration was complete. And oh, I tell you, there's something in this that challenges me. This young man that, 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 that could come, could come with a message of power and with faith and with a vision of something for his day that was greater than Elijah's day. Hallelujah. He wasn't asking just to fit into Elijah's shoes. And mind you, Elijah was a mighty prophet of God. He was the greatest prophet of that day. But that didn't satisfy Elisha. That didn't satisfy Elisha. He burned the plows and he killed the oxen and he said goodbye to his parents. And away he went. He left nothing to go back to because he never intended going back. He never intended going back. Have you made a consecration? Have you made a decision? Have you made up your mind like that? Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, burn the plows. Burn the plows. Kill the oxen. Say bye-bye to the old relationships and get going for God. Hallelujah. You felt a touch of somebody's mantle. You felt something of the anointing rests upon another brother or sister. They've ministered to you. You felt it. It's real. It's done something to you. Don't stop there. Hallelujah. Start on the journey. And you know, he was a young man that was determined to go all the way. He not only burned all his bridges behind him, but he was determined to go all the way. He decided he was never going to go back. And he decided he was going to go all the way. He wasn't going to settle for anything less 
than the vision that God had planted in his spirit. Hallelujah. I'm going on to uh, visit Bethel. I want you to stay here, Elisha. I'll not leave you. I'll not leave you. There's a lot of people stay in Gilgal. Uh, a wheel, I think it's a circle, isn't it? It means a circle. There's a lot of people stay just there. Brothers, we're in. We've been liberated. We've been blessed. But they stay in a little circle. But you know the thing has got to get out of a circle. Hallelujah. It's got to get wider and wider. And Brother Henry is saying continually, get to know each other. Get to know each other. Get to spread it. Get it abroad. Get on wheels. Get it moving. Get out of the circle. Don't stay in a circle with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get moving. Glory to God, we're going on from Gilgal to Bethel. Uh, the house of God, isn't it? The house of God. Well, a lot of people just stay there and they settle down and play church. I felt a touch of power back there. You know, I was in a certain meeting and I felt something, but uh, I, I had a tremendous blessing, but I'm just settling down again to the same old way. Well, 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 well. My, oh my, oh my. God hasn't called you to play church. God hasn't called you just to settle down in the house of God and play church and that's all there is. No. God has touched you for a purpose. You felt the power of another's mantle for a purpose. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't stay there. Just play in church. Going on. Elisha, I'm going on. I'm going on to Jericho. You stay here. No. I'm going with you. I'm going with you. He made up his mind he was going to go all the way. All the way. He didn't settle for anything less than what God has, had purposed for his life. And on he went to Jericho, the place of death, of course. Or Jer Jericho, rather, uh, was a place of victory. Victory where the children of Israel had known such a tremendous victory there in bygone days. And what a wonderful thing it is to know the victory and power of God in our experience. What a wonderful thing it is to move on in God. And you find the things taking on something more positive all the time. And you feel it working in you and working in you and the whole thing's bigger than you ever dreamt it was. And you find the operation of Calvary's deliverance and Calvary's victory is working in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You've got it. Victory, victory, victory. Bless the Lord. You can sing, I'm free. He set me free, my lovely Jesus. Set me free. It's victory. Bless the Lord. What a wonderful thing. Miraculous victory. But don't stay there. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. It's wonderful, but don't stay there. There's more. There's more. There's more. You can paddle. You can have it up to the knees. You can have it up to the loins. It's wonderful to paddle just to feel it around your feet. Cooling your feet. Isn't it lovely? Have you tried it on a summer's day? Oh, so refreshing. But there's waters to swim in. Hallelujah. There's waters to swim in. Oh, hallelujah. And so on he went. And they too went on. You'll read it there, isn't it? The second chapter of, of Second Kings, isn't it? And they too went, went on. They too went on. His mind was made up. Hallelujah. He was determined to go all the way. All the way down to Jordan. Stay here, Jer Jericho. No, I'm going to Jordan. I'm going with you. Wherever you go, I'm going to follow. His mind was made up. And then, of course, the miracle of Jordan through the place of death out into a new life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then, then, 
then, then, then, then, Elijah turned to Elisha and he said, ask, ask what I shall give before I be taken away. And you know, Elisha knew what he wanted. Hallelujah. Do you? Elisha knew what he wanted. He knew what he wanted. He knew what he wanted. Yes, a double portion, a double portion, a double portion, a double portion. This young man's faith had seen and gripped something bigger even than, the, than Elijah experienced. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we've seen something. We've experienced something. We've witnessed an outpouring of the Spirit in these days. But I'm convinced of this. It's only a measure as yet. Brothers and sisters, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Go on all the way. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Settle. Just be prepared to settle only for what God has purposed and what God has promised you. Hallelujah. And you know what happened, of course. Elijah said, if you keep watching me, keep your eyes on me. If you see me when I'm taken away, it'll be. You've asked in a hard thing, but if you keep your eyes on me, it shall be. Hallelujah. And you know, I've got my eyes on Jesus tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Now I see the possibility of something tremendous. I see the possibility of something tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. Now I want you to get this. Portions of the Spirit. Uh, measures of spiritual power. And you can stop at any measure of spiritual power and think that that's the climax. But brothers and sisters, don't do it. There's an unlimited measure of the power of God. And there's an Elisha. There's a Moses portion. There's a, an Elijah portion. There's an Elisha portion. And John the Baptist came in the spirit and power of Elijah. And you know, Jesus came and the spirit was given to him without measure. Without measure. Without measure. Without measure. And he's our heavenly Elijah tonight. Hallelujah. We're fixing our eyes and our gaze upon him. And our heavenly Elijah has said to us, Tarry until ye be endued, until you be clothed, until you be mantled with power from on high. Hallelujah. Power from on high. Power from on high. Glory to God. Power from on high. Tarry until. Believe it. Receive it. The mantle. The mantle came down on the day of Pentecost. You know, Elijah didn't take that mantle to heaven. It just fell off him. They don't need it in heaven. They only need it on earth. Hallelujah. This is where people need delivering. This is where people need the blessing and power of God. So he left his mantle behind. Hallelujah. But it was a mantle now with a double portion of anointing on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, and I tell you, that young man started where Elijah left off. Have you ever thought about it? That young man started where Elijah left off. He went back to the Jordan miracle, which was the last miracle of Elijah's, of, of Elijah's ministry. And he started there. Hallelujah. He started there. And he says, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And God says, I'm right here. Hallelujah. I'm right here. He took the metal up and he's on the water. 
waters. Glory to God and the waters went back and through he went. Oh, praise God, praise God. Through to a double portion. He did 14 miracles. Elijah only did seven. He, and one of them happened after he was dead even. Bless the Lord. The anointing of God rested upon his bones. The anointing of God rested on his bones. Hallelujah. I tell you, brothers and sisters, there's something in spirit power that we haven't recognized yet. Oh, the tremendous unlimitedness of it. The tremendous possibilities of it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, they tell me that in the Welsh revival, Evan Roberts used to say to the congregations, now to prove that it's not me, but that it's the power of God, I'm going to leave the, leave the hall. I'm going to leave the hall going to leave the hall and he would walk out he would walk out leave the church or hall where they were and after he had left the power of God would move over those congregations like waves of electricity hallelujah hallelujah the power of the Holy Ghost the power of the Holy Ghost and brothers and sisters our Elijah isn't dependent on a measure or a portion our Elijah our heavenly Elijah has been given the spirit without measure and we're in him we're in union with him bless the Lord and he has said that we can receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon us hallelujah hallelujah now remember Elisha his consecration was complete from the start he left nothing to go back to he was determined to go all the way he didn't settle for anything less in his life than what God had purposed and planned and promised and what he felt in his spirit and he believed for a double portion he believed he believed, he believed, he believed, he believed, he believed, he believed, he believed God. Hallelujah. Oh, let faith rise up in your being tonight. I tell you, let it reach out to God for an unlimited measure of the Spirit's power. We are not dealing with portions now. It's the day of unlimited measure. It's the day of floods. It's the day of greater works. It's the day when God is pouring out, pouring out His Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Not portions, not measures, but an unlimited deluge of God's power around the world. Oh, out of our innermost being shall flow rivers, shall gush torrents, shall come mighty Niagara's of divine power. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Remember, never settle for anything less than what God has promised and purposed for your life. God bless you.
I thank God I'm not playing in a dance hall. Praise God, Jesus came and spoke to me when I was a violinist in a dance hall. And I thank God that he's led my dear wife and I into this lovely freedom of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we've never had such a wonderful time. In all our lives, we've been tied up in religion for years and years. But praise the Lord, we have jumped into the stream. Hallelujah! We thank God we have seen miracles happen. We've seen all sorts of wonderful things happening in the last two or three years since we've been out, right out for God, traveling the land. Praise His wonderful name. I just want to introduce this fiddle to you by playing that lovely piece, I Surrender All.
system drinking this time. You just drink in, brother. You just drink it in, sister. There's something wonderful here. There's something wonderful here. The air is charged with the power of God to deliver every man and every woman. Just open your heart up to God, brother. Just open your heart up to God, sister. Let him have his way in your life. Oh, blessed be God. Something wonderful here. Drink it in my faith, brother. Drink it in my faith, sister. Oh, it'll change your whole life. And you'll change others by the power of God. Shandy give us some dying. Oh, drink it in, brother. Come on, sister. Drink it in. Jesus is here. Oh, it's just wonderful in his presence. Wonderful to be on the winning side. 
Bless God. Hallelujah. I'm drinking from the well that never run dry. Blessed be his name. You know, this afternoon, Brother Henry says that this is the cream of Pentecost. Hallelujah. I thank God for the cream. Aren't you? I thank God for the cream. Don't you thank God for the cream? <laughs> I want the cream. Bless God. You know, when the dairy farm and when the, the, the farmer milk the cow, you know, uh, <laughs> they take the cream away <laughs> and, and they give the water and mix it up back and give to the calves. And so you find the calves them don't go very fat and very strong because they're kind of weakish because they haven't got the real thing. Amen. You see, they have taken off the real thing. Hallelujah. And I believe that's what's going on today in the world. The real cream we are enjoying. Hallelujah. Here, we are enjoying the cream. Hallelujah. Not the water. Hallelujah. That left off the milk. But the cream. The full cream of Pentecost. Hallelujah. I'm feeling strong. You see why? Because I'm feeding on the cream. Hallelujah. And you know this cream makes you fat. Bless God. And that's why there are so much people here tonight that is being fat. Because they are feeding on the cream. And not what? Hallelujah. So you keep on feeding on this wonderful cream. And you'll get fatter and fatter every day. Blessed be his name. I'm feeling mighty strong, you know. Bless God. Why? Because I am feeding on the cream of Pentecost. That which was poured out on the day of Pentecost. Not something that they watered down. Hallelujah. Not something that has been diluted. Blessed be God. But we are enjoying the cream. Hallelujah. This is why so many folks, you know, they, they have the glory of God shining upon their face. Why? Because they are feeding on the cream of Pentecost. And I sure know this, this, tonight that you have received something in this meeting. I'm feeling really good in my soul. I'm feeling really grand. It blesses my soul when our brother here playing that figure. Oh, bless God. Hallelujah. It trills my soul. It walks all over my body. Amen. Blessed be God. It makes me shake. Hallelujah. It makes me cry out for glory. You know, to see that God in all his mercy and wonder can change a man. Take him from out of the dance hall to pray to the glory of our God. Blessed be his name. Hallelujah. He's got a wonderful talent for Jesus. As he says, that fiddle is being converted. Truly, it blesses my soul tonight. Hallelujah. Why? Because it's the cream. Amen. Praise God. It's the cream, beloved. You don't let nobody rob you of this cream. Praise God. Don't let nobody rob you of it at all. You take the full cream. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes I get a bottle of milk at work, you know, and it's a real good one. It's got the golden top on. And you know, well, that's, that's the real thing, isn't it? The one with the, yeah. <laughs> one with the golden top on it. And you know, it's got a thick cream on here. Well, you know, when I, when I took it up, you know, I just don't want to dash away the water there. I shook it up. You see, I shook it up together. 
You see, and I shake it up together and let all of it mix up. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. And then I have a good drink. Bless the Lord. And so tonight, beloved friend, you may see a lot of shaking up in here. Hallelujah. But the cream, bless God, the cream is there. Amen. As somebody says, it's just fart and bubble. It ain't fart and bubble. Blessed be God. You shake it up. And as you shake it up, the cream mixed together. Hallelujah. And praise God, you'll be able to have a drink. Blessed be his wonderful name. So when you're shaking up and you see people shaking up in the spirit, you don't say anything at all. You try and get a drink too. Blessed be God. And when you get a drink, you'll feel better for coming. Hallelujah. Bless his wonderful name. What's the use we come together if we don't receive something from God? I says that many a time. I says that I, 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 if I go about and I tell people about my God is powerful and mighty and strong. There's none like unto him. Therefore, wherever I go to worship, I must come feel the miraculous moving of the Spirit of God. Amen. Then I know that he's there. Hallelujah. Blessed be his wonderful name. It's no use, brother, beloved, that we will stay into a place where you cannot feel the moving of the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is a wonderful God. God is a mighty God. And God says, we're two or three are gathered together. Touching anything concerning my name, I am in the midst to bless and do good. You come for a blessing, don't you? Hallelujah. It blesses my soul, hallelujah, to see many of you dancing in the spirit. You see, hallelujah, it's a cream, mix up, and it's flowing over. Blessed be his name. Your cup full and running over. And I'm getting a drink also. When my cup full and it's run over, you also get a drink. Blessed be his wonderful name. And we bring blessing to one another. It's encouraging to one another. It makes you want to go on. It makes you want to keep going. Hallelujah. We got a song say, I'm going on. I'm going on to the final triumph. I am going on. Brother Greeno speak tonight and he's talk about Elijah going on. Hallelujah. Going on. Leaving all behind. Blessed be his wonderful name. God can really bless your soul tonight if you will only get into the place where God will be able to move upon your heart. I believe we are in a mighty move for God. I've seen it. We have started a glory meeting in Derby on a Sunday evening, 5 o'clock. And many a time I want to get up here and I can't get because the people out there are hungry for something. They're hungry as our brother says in Peter, they're coming down and listening. You see, when you start in this way, hallelujah, praise God, people begin to take notice of you. You see, and my vision is being enlarged. Hallelujah. I mean to get my vision enlarged because I want to see the manifestation and power of God moving upon men and women lives. Hallelujah. That's why we can't settle lesser than what God has given us as our brother say this tonight. That we must not settle for lesser than what God has given unto us. And I tell you, Sunday night after Sunday night, they keep coming. Little by little, a crowd gathering. And a bigger crowd next Sunday. And they keep coming. They make it a, a special duty now to come out at the Derby Marketplace to listen to a glory meeting. Hallelujah. And they're being blessed. And I tell you, hallelujah, you can see the lovely crowd coming on. And they want something from God. Hallelujah. And as we desire to put over this glorious gospel of Christ in the liberty of the spirit and freedom, I believe God will begin to move in a mighty way. Amen. The 
there was two young ladies come on there two Sunday night on the stretch and they really enjoyed and last week Sunday night they come to our meeting they says can we come I say yes you are welcome come on and they said they enjoyed lovely hallelujah another man come for prayer for Ulsa and his leg bless God we believe that God will move when we desire to move hallelujah praise God but we must be in the fullness of the Pentecostal cream hallelujah blessed be God you must be nourished brothers and sisters with the power of the Spirit of God in your soul so that men and women can catch something from God God is doing a mighty work down there and we desire to stand for this glory way and we are going to put it over and we mean to blaze the trail for Jesus Christ of Nazareth I thank God when I come to New York and get a fresh start in my soul Sitting down, I've been sitting down with lovely folks, Christian folks, lovely. But I was sitting down too long. Hallelujah. Sitting down too long. One place too long. Bless God. And so definitely I, I have to move out. And I am going out. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. There was a note. I'm going out.
sisters. We're going to carry on, but we've one thing we mustn't miss, a baby wants to be dedicated in the glory. Last time when we dedicated a baby in the glory, the mother's filled with the Holy Ghost and fire last August. The same thing can happen again. Praise the Lord. Here we are, brothers and sisters, all going to realize that what can happen to this little baby can be used for the glory of God. We're giving it back to the Lord in a, in a mighty Holy Ghost meeting, and we believe that God will take it and use for his glory. Nigel Paul Green, I give this child back to thee, Heavenly Father. Take him and use for thy glory and make him a flaming advantage for thee. Lord bless the father, Lord bless the mother, and we pray that you fill this little child with the Holy Ghost and fire, right for the commencement of his life, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. When mothers of Salem, their children brought to Jesus, brother. Oh,